Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Testing. So uh, we're in a taxi, and, you know, the show's become a little bit more like uh, Where's Waldo? Is it? Here's the question. Is it a taxi <laughs> or is it a cab? I'm going to call it, you know what? That's a triple banger lightning round question. I think it is. Yeah. Triple banger lightning round. I had a classic episode queued up for us. We're going to do that on another occasion. Instead, we're going to be in a taxi going to a horse uh, jumping competition. Again, are we going to a taxi or a cab? I think we're in a taxi. Have you ever seen an equestrian, as I call it, an equestrian uh, event? How could I forget? Hey, that doesn't answer the question at all. <laughs> exactly. That's <Yeah>. what I... <laughs> uh, exactly. <laughs> and the other question is, uh, how do you feel about horses? Because my wife yeah. grew up on a horse farm. Yeah. She's the exception to the rule that horse people are... Barely people. Are barely... They're, they can be annoying, horse people. Because everything tends to end up revolving around their horsiness. They bring up their horse uh, very often. It's a lot they, of horse they talk. They wear a lot of horse you know, talk. You know, it's a fair amount of horse play. It's a lot of horse play. They, they, horse they play. bring up a lot. The, uh, the They wear outfits that revolve around their horsiness. Now, are you a seatbelt guy? I'm going to put a seatbelt on inside this taxi, but, but in, not a cab. But in general. Not a cab. In general, are you a seatbelt guy? Yeah, I think seatbelt seems like a smart thing to do. Kate is interesting. She wears a seatbelt when she drives, but doesn't wear one when she's being driven. What's the logic behind that? Mm -hmm. That's something I did not know about her. That is... So bizarre that she doesn't trust herself, essentially. No, I, I invited a clown and uh, let him express himself, okay? Uh, yeah. And last our drive. But, you know, that's the question. Do you not trust yourself uh, such that you need to wear a, um, a seatbelt? And then how, a restraint. Well, it tells. Is it a restraint or a seatbelt? Trip on lightning round question two. Question, question two. two. Well, let's first, go back question to the one, first. Cab versus taxi. That's and taxi. what do you you say? Taxi. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Um, cab just seems too quaint to me. Too quaint. Yeah. I think you mean too informal. Mm. Would you say? It actually seems too cute to me. Um. I got and taxi. So I'm going to try again. Uh, Solomon. Okay. Do you refer to this vehicle as a taxi it's our or first, as a cab? It's our, it's our guest. Our, all of them. Ta oh, no. Together. Wait, both. The dual. Taxi cab. The hyphen. So you just go taxi. Yeah. I like, I like taxi cab. I think he's got it right. And he is the expert. Yeah. Yeah. I like taxi cab and I like to refer. So would you say that, you, would you refer to yourself as a, a cabbie? A driver or a chauffeur? Driver. Driver. Right there, smack in the middle. Yeah. I like yeah. it. So, I'm not sure what we're allowed to talk about with this particular episode, but is it possible we could talk about the poster? Because I think it's... Or do you want to... Oh, of not, course. No, of course. Because I think it's one of the funniest things you've done. TJ does a lot of funny things on the road. In this particular you know what Kate trip... Said? Kate yeah. goes, she goes, 
yes, I love that you're doing the poster. And she goes, and you should make this your thing. <laughs> this is you should do something thing. in every green yeah, room. And yeah. she said, and it would make a great book. Yeah. And before I answered, she said, and a book. That's classy. Anything else is not. So right away, <laughs> she destroyed the possibility. She was wearing a seatbelt when she said that. <sighs> you know, she doesn't show much self-restraint. <laughs> so This is TJ Miller, BBC America. The thing about working with TJ is it's always uh, 102.3, the taxi the cab. <laughs> the the cab. movement on wheels. Uh, one thing about working with you is... 106.2, Dad's Home for Christmas. You, you never know what you're getting into. On this particular trip, we're in Nashville, Tennessee, which, by the way... Nashville is a bachelorette party. Nashville's a, a, it's a moving, it's a, it's a, it's a city inside a bachelor party, a bachelorette party. Um, Nashville's the type of place where invariably you'll see people riding a bicycle while smoking a cigarette. You're really trying to make this yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there's certain places where you see things like that. Riding a bicycle while smoking a cigarette, because you know, you want to have strong lungs. Gotta have the when you get the cancer. Lungs. When you get the cancer, you gotta have the strongest. The lungs. strongest lungs. Oh, I saw someone on Broadway Street. Yeah, and I said, "Can I take a picture of you guys?" Because I was downtown taking pictures. So, can I take a picture of you guys? And it was a couple, and they were both older. I'd say they were in their sixties. He was wearing a cowboy hat, you know, silver fox, as they call yeah. them. Yeah. Smoking a cigarette, and she goes. We're celebrating today. I said, what are you celebrating? He's cancer-free. And then he took a long drag of that cigarette. (laughs) And I said, hey, hey, hey. So when you work with TJ's... I said, hey, hey, hey. Generally, you're not sure sure what to expect. Uh, And on this particular trip, TJ showed up in a white... That's for you. Thank you. I, oh, I'm not going to eat while we uh, drive. But why I, is that? Well, we're in the middle of a hot and tasty spicy buttery pod, so okay. it's hard for me to eat and uh, announce Your loss. But um, on this particular trip, TJ showed up with a um, a white truck filled <clears throat> with uh, pyrotechnics. Is that correct? Uh, yes. A very small truck. Small truck, but the entire back seat, back area, completely filled with uh, fireworks, because it is October, as we record this. So you know it makes sense to have as much fireworks as possible when you show up to the well, show. Well, I show. drove from, uh, I drove from, I drove from Birmingham, Alabama, and uh, you know between you and me. And it really is between you and me and 12 and a half others. That's true. Between you and me, on the way up, I said, I got to stop somewhere. And I thought, I saw the Jesse Owens Museum. Yeah. I don't know who that is. You don't know who Jesse Owens is? No. Yeah. And then the, um, (laughs) the Space and Rocket Museum in Huntsville, Alabama. It was 30 minutes away. I couldn't add that much time. Yeah. But Larry's Firework Outlet, right next to Bucky's Truck Stop. That's what she zoned in on. Yeah. Only a, an addition of five minutes. Yeah. So I went. I and spent how- about $350 on fireworks, which I think will pay for itself because everybody's buying more peanut butter. Because so- Listen to the sentence I just said. Everybody's buying more peanut butter. <laughs> Um, None of it makes any because sense. they get to see the fireworks show. Yeah. Uh, and tonight, I think I'm going to charge twenty five dollars for each peanut butter. See how many people I can get to. Because now I've really got the fireworks dialed in. You do. We I have a whole uh, run yeah. of show. The for fireworks. Tonight. The fireworks happen I'm after doing the show. Spinners yeah. in the beginning, then uh, then fountains, then Roman candles. And then the finale, which is a snow cone and about 500 uh, 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 black cats. The maiden voyage was shooting off. I'm not sure what kind that was, but you shot one off a wall straight the back portrait, towards the crowd. At the, portrait, at the portrait of Burt Kreischer. Yeah. And now I want you to tell people, 
Zanis has portraits of famous comedians on the walls yeah. outside of the building. But you had an interesting take on the accuracy well, of yeah. those very portraits not- of said portraits. Yeah, they're not caricatures, which is the hardest word for me to say, caricatures. Well, they're not. And they're not supposed to be. And so they're supposed to be fairly accurate. And that's where they went wrong. And that's when the problems began. <laughs> they kind of stick between... They're in between being accurate and not being accurate at all, so you have no idea who you're looking at for the most part. Yeah. It's a giant wall. Two two giant walls What of, what? What mediocre um, portraits? What character traits do you think the artist had wrong? What what was the most off? Because I know what it is. I think oh. the bodies. <laughs> well, I they're mean, only heads. I know. Yeah. I mean, if they had, if if they had bodies, it it might have felt more realistic. Their yeah. heads are just too big. A head is not meant to be a mural. I think the size. Of a person's head. It was the size and scale. Should not exceed that of what his body would have been on that level. I think, Human heads aren't meant to be that large. I even, think it's the Even noses. Easter Island didn't go that far. And I don't even understand they that it back. reference. I don't... What do you mean? Weren't there some heads on... Was it Easter Island that had the heads? The tiki heads? Yeah. Where is that? I don't think any... I don't think either of us should ever speak of this again. <laughs> uh, I think it's the noses. Yeah, that's I where they messed up. Between Chelsea Handler, George Lopez, all of them, the noses are just off. It's not the right yeah. proportion, yeah. I think is what okay. we're going to say. You're saying it's disproportionate. So, and, and do you think that's off-putting to the... Um, you think that's off-putting to the uh, the patrons? Not at all. I don't think it affects uh, people you don't coming think they and going. Even think it's of a great it. club. I don't think it has any effect on anything. And to the artist, if they're listening, is he I'm re- sure they are. Is he resting on? It's still more his impressive laurels? than anything. Are they, is that is uh, Brian Dorfman the owner? Is he resting on the laurels in the sense that is he saying, "I don't need these to be accurate because." I don't think it would make or break someone coming into a comedy club if the murals on the outside are perfectly accurate or not. So then there you go. That's it. Now, these are the famous chicken tenders, which throughout the uh, weekend we've been saying, those can't be good. They don't look good. They're frozen. And yet everybody who works there said best chicken tenders I've ever had. Yeah. Even the manager. And I like, no, that's a great ringtone. That's, That's a good sort of score to this podcast. <laughs> so, um, so you show up with the uh, fireworks. Well, you the, shoot the I, first I one off a wall, not, off Bert Kreischer's face. You're, you're not going to try one, back. but I got to say, these chicken tenders. Yeah, I had them yesterday, but they, they they're great. Just one bite, but they they the fireworks shot back off the wall towards the crowd, and I thought we had a cautionary tale on our hands. Oh, uh, people were screaming and running for cover. What a nightmare! I mean, yeah. if that had blinded someone. That would have ended my career. When I when I watch people but, set off fireworks, but, but but it didn't, and it was a cautionary tale. So now we're much safer. When I when I watch people shoot off fireworks, and I'm really thinking of you uh, and the opening and the opening act, watching you guys just hold them in the air, and they shoot off into the sky. I completely understand why they're not legal in all the states. Really? Yeah. It seems extremely dangerous. How dangerous? Dangerous enough that every year people lose some limbs, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's they're they're not manufactured in a place or in a way that you can trust them. Yeah, you know. So that but they're happened. fun. Yeah. So so the fireworks was one thing, but then TJ came up with this idea. Now the green room has lots of posters from yeah. You want to set this up? Here we go. No, listen. Right. Next time it rings, you're welcome to, to leave it on because we love the music. Yeah, Raina keeps calling. We see it on his screen. And that's okay. You know, they want to talk. So, this started at the West Edmonton Mall. And I'm going to try and have Miles uh, bring this up. Okay. Um, you have pictures of that also. I have pictures yeah. of that also. Okay. So... In 
the West Edmonton Mall, there's a club called, um, uh, hold on one second. Uh, hold on. We will find you, exclamation mark. Is there anything we should say when we talk to people to try and get to you on time, question mark? We are about 10 minutes away, exclamation mark. Okay. So, oh, this is so fun. We're going to, this will be a cliffhanger. So at the West Edmonton Mall, there's a club called um, um, Rick Bronson's um, Comic Strip. Some people just call it Comic Strip without the Rick Bronson part. Slowly, and they shouldn't. Slowly, but surely, uh, that club has descended into uh, a dilapidated, I'm saying that correctly, a dilapidated uh, house of comedy. And you're saying it's a caricature of what it used to be. With all the wrong proportions. (laughs) This is BBC One Ding Ding on K-Rock number whoops. Dingle Dangle twice again. So one of the things is year after year, I would come and this at the bottom of the wall where there should be a runner or a piece of plastic, I don't know, had been ripped off. It didn't make sense. Do you see? Yeah, yeah. And I would make fun of them every single year. I would go, what is going on that you guys won't spend the... $120 $120 to fix this. And they would go, well, we're going to, you know, we're going to redo the entire green room. It's in the green room. And the green room is a glorified locker room that is disgusting. And it's got bright, terrible fluorescent lights, everything. So this last year, I decided I'm going to install a plastic runner. On, I mean, look at that. One time we left food in there at the end of the night. In the morning, it was still there. No one cleaned it. Why would they? Look at that. It's a disaster. I'm going to have Miles put this up. It's disgusting there, okay? <laughs> and, I mean, CJ Sullivan and I are there. He's putting... I mean, look at how disgusting looks it like is. He what is there. that? Yeah. What is that? And so I sort of showed... So what I did was I went to Home Depot, got all the stuff, because I'm a handyman. You guys know that from the table. I, I'm a handyman. So I went and I got everything. And here's a time-lapse video. You ready? Um, and you're going to put... Where are we going to put this? Uh, online. So that's that's the original. Okay. This is all beyond the Facebook page, etc. And I, I, I showed it. And I went. I got it. And look at what I did. Here's the time-lapse video. God, so it's like a, it's I like a cooking it. show. With, with I got the, it all. It's like a cooking and show. And I installed, and I didn't do it perfectly, <laughs> See what I did kind there? of it as a joke. Yeah, it was great. I'm going to miss <laughs> it. I'll, I'll go back and watch again. And I installed the runners and the entire thing, and I said, I'm not going to tell them, and I bet you they don't notice for months, maybe a year. You see this? Isn't this yeah. crazy? Yeah. I had to saw certain parts of it. I installed it with hammer, nail. I bought all this stuff. I'm not sure what stuff. I'm more impressed with, the actual uh, carpentry or the, uh, or the time-lapse video. Time-lapse video. So, and then I did it, and it was done. And that's what it looks like. You ready? Yeah. Hold on. There it is. Pretty amazing, right? I mean, you're making tables. Look at that. You're fixing. I got that done. That's uh, it's amazing. That's handy. So, and I left a little bit. <laughs> not done, just as a joke. <laughs> yeah. So I say, okay, they're they're not going to notice this for who knows how long, right? Yeah. Two days later, the manager Dino, who's a funny guy. Yeah. I don't know. He doesn't care about the club clearly. Two days later, he texts me. Goes, <laughs> did you guys install the floor runners? If you did, you did a shit job. <laughs> Which is. The funniest thing he could have texted, for sure. Yeah. And uh, so that joke was sort of foiled, but still really funny. Yeah. And I said to them, I'm not going to play the club again until you reimburse me for the materials. I'm not going to charge you for labor because you were the first place to headline me. Yeah. Do you hear I said that? I said that in a way that I expected you to laugh. And you didn't. (laughs) And I look back with regret. I'm so, so upset that you didn't laugh at the uh, cooking video. So now tell me. <laughs> cooking show. Tell me. Yeah. Tell me, tell me, tell me. What um, what do you think uh, of this joke that we're about to do at Zany's? And do you want to set it up? We're going to be there in four minutes. Do you want to set well, it up? This is, this is going to be a one-part episode. I don't think it'll be a cliffhanger. I think we're going to we're gonna get out of the car and watch some horses jump. I'm going to get back in the car and talk about this same thing on the way home. But I can set it up by saying that 
inside the comedy club, there's lots of posters in the green room of different events that have been sold out at a theater nearby, like a big, probably, how many seats do you think that thing holds? Oh, I mean, it's Nate, Nate Bargatze, and it's three posters saying he sold out the Ryman Theater. Right. And then it's Russell Peters, and then it's, it's Chelsea Handler, it's, it's, it's and then it's, it's even Ari Shafir, yeah. Jerry Seinfeld. Seinfeld, New Year's Eve. You it's know, all these uh, huge yeah. comedians, and they're incredible accolades. And every other comedian yeah. is supposed to come, and to relax before the show, yeah. they have to look at names of people who are more successful than them. Right, right, right. What is more encouraging <laughs> for your performance than showing you that you will never be able to achieve right. what these other comedians have achieved? They even have posters of musicians. Yeah, they who do. sold out. Yeah, none of them have anything, to, anything do, to do with the club. None of them have anything to do with Zanies itself, as far it's as I can so tell. It's so discouraging. Now, I think there might be a couple posters with Zanies. Uh, I don't think there's one. Really, we're gonna have to check that tonight. But I, the bottom line is, it's mainly a big theater nearby. What what theater is it? Do you remember? Ryman Theater is yeah, one the of Ryman them. Yeah, the Ryman Theater. But it's quite a few. They yeah. almost are saying... This is Nashville. We've had, we've had every level of success except for yours. In Nashville, yeah. That's what they would say. So TJ decided to have a really great graphic artist do a poster for him. Mark Shart, Shart Salad. He's fantastic. He's great. And really funny. the poster... So I said, can you make, I sent him pictures of all the other posters. I said, can you make a poster that looks like these? Uh, and it, it says that I sold out Zany's Comedy Club, just the Comedy Club, uh, on Thursday. On Thursday, and that's the joke, really. So it yeah. sells out on Thursday. TJ's going to... Have the poster made. He's going to frame it. He's going to put it up there tonight in the green room without them knowing. Without them, I'm never going to tell anyone. And my my wonderment is. That's my concern. How long, Will people, how if you're long listening until to this podcast, don't tell Zanies. We'll know it was you. Don't tell Zanies. But the question is, how long can I get away with that being there before they notice? I think they'll notice within the next day. Or two. Maybe that night. I don't think so. Okay. And it's, so, it's Raina. as I, we, uh, and so, <laughs> as we approach the uh, the, the horse, horse stables. stable, ah, dang it, as we approach the horse stables, uh, we're gonna keep you guys in tune, in touch, with the result of this green room prank. Where would you rate this in terms of? green room or comedy pranks is it up there with john fox ejaculating in the uh, mayonnaise at every comedy oh, it's condo? much it's 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 much much more impressive than that because i also have that's a not joke even a prank. i that's also a... have a joke that i'm going to do at the condo and you don't know about it yet uh because apparently did you look around the condo did you eat anything uh, not today, no. So that joke is already placed in the condo somewhere. And I'm concerned it has something to do with fireworks, and I have been concerned all weekend. It is not fireworks. <laughs> okay. But it's pretty good. So here we are arriving We're at arriving the, at the horse, horse park. Stable. Uh, the event starts in about five minutes. It's it was horse very jumping. important for me to get here on time. I skipped the Jason Nash show, a good friend of mine, a funny comedian who is doing a 4 p.m. show. I'm not sure why. Maybe it's all ages. And uh, we'll be right back. A lot of four-leggers out there. That's what I call them, four-leggers. I mean, that made me humans struggling that, to stand that, up straight. That didn't make me stand out at all amongst the horse people when I called them. That's a good four-legger. Nice four-legger. Uh, to Zanies. Uh, right, that didn't go. make me stand out at all. I don't, you know, I think the thing that made you stand out is that you were in... Uh, Shorts with a backpack full of podcast equipment carrying uh, two boxes of cold chicken tenders. Everybody here has a net worth of over seven figures. Look, I'm the just two, glad the two of us are walking around. I look like a railroad man. <laughs> I'm just like glad the horses baron. aren't uh, as drunk as the people. Because there's I a mean, lot that, of white wine. Okay, yeah, I, is, it I, a, that, is it really about the white wine more than the horses? I, I, I have to, I'm glad you brought this up because I have to say 
this whole scene is sort of an excuse for uh, alcoholism. To drink as much white wine as I possible. I mean, they, every, and, and it's all free, as you saw. So you walk around, there's no, no one here is selling any alcohol. They just are shoving it on people because, you know, the, the, the stalls where people buy things, they're buying horse bits, you know, to put in the horse's mouth. And those cost $700. I mean, it's just totally insane. The horseshoes that they put on these horses, you know, some of them, you know, $200. We watch jumpers. We watch a lot of jumping and they're wearing Air Jordans. Gold yeah. Air Jordans. Right? You want to give that another go? <laughs> <laughs> Take two. Take, Take two. two. I had too much white Triple wine. Triple banger whitening round. <laughs> <laughs> so I think white whining round. White whining round. These courses don't win any. Four leggers. You can't hackle during these things. We found that out the hard way. You know when you try and hack it with heckling, that's called hackling. Yeah, hackle. You can't. You, yeah. You gotta unhack the heckles. I, I, I the find this, this is an example of something that I, if I didn't have a great friend who was an equestrian, I would never seek out to watch this. But when you watch it, it's a nail biter. I mean, it's a bit of a, you're wondering is, and you saw, you almost didn't see, but you saw a horse run up to the jump and then stop. Yeah. Because it got yeah. scared. And so... One of the reasons nail biter is if they fall, if you know, if the horse catches the jump wrong or something, they can fall over. They'll kill the rider, and the horse, if the horse breaks its leg, they have to shoot it right there on the spot, and you pay extra for that to see for the, that service. The horse murder. Yeah, yeah. The herder. <laughs> I learned a lot at this event. The Morris. <laughs> they call a they call a castrated horse a gilding. Is that true? Yeah. Or as I like to call it, being married. Ladies! Married people? You know what I'm talking about? Single people? Take a break. Castrated individuals? You can stay here. You can <laughs> stick around. I'm going to be talking about you for a Whether bit. Whether you're married or not or you're castrated, take, you, you can listen. You can stay here. You can here. listen. Don't can go. Stay. Don't go We'll be right back tune after in. Do this castration. <laughs> Um, I thought it was fascinating. You have to be at one with the beast. That's the important thing, you know? Well, and you know, I, I talked to Tuck. I said, well, it doesn't, doesn't it? It depends almost completely on the horse, right? Mm -hmm. And he said, um, he said, oh, yeah. I mean, of course. And then I said, well, if you had Roger Rabbit, which was sort of his star horse that got hurt. I said, if you had Roger, he said, I would have won this whole thing. He, he didn't even think about it for really? a second. He was like, oh, yeah, I know it would be done. I wouldn't. Uh, you know, he, he's saying he would have dominated. And so it really is about the horse. And if the horse is too young, it's not ready. If the horse is too old, it's not going to have the same energy or agility or dexterity. If it's a three-legger. Those don't do great. Although I saw one two-leg horse, and then I found it was just an ugly woman. All right. Okay. All right, TJ. I like the- I thought uh, it was a woman. It ended up being a guy. I very and when quickly- When I got even closer, it was a $50 pig. <laughs> and I, mean, I looked right up close. That was a $4 dog. I very quickly got to like the horse pants. The, the, I, I, although I have one complaint, not a fan of fake pockets. And you know I have problems with pockets. In the and we place. talked about that. Pockets. And there was a very funny um, uh, stand-up comic named Fiona who's in a wheelchair. She had a guest that last night. She was excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. And uh, dangerous. Dangerous woman. Um, but she, uh, uh, she told us that most pockets for women are, um, uh, are fake. False pockets, and that's an outrage. I think even pockets that we've talked about this on the show. You know, I have a real adverse relationship with pockets because they don't do what they promise. Things fall out of pockets too often. The entire job of the pocket is to hold things, and if it doesn't have a zipper, often things fall out. Which we have an agreement with pockets; things aren't supposed to fall out, and they do all the time. So that upsets me. Now, the false pocket, where it just looks like a pocket but isn't. 
That is an insult and a crime against humanity. It's untenable. It needs to be stopped. It is untenable. You know what it is? It's not ideal. ideal. <laughs> not ideal. It's not ideal. Uh, I, you know, I, I, but I do feel, like the horse pants. I, I think it love, shapes the, the bodies of the riders quite nicely. I love pockets so much. I bought a book on the history of pockets. Did you really? Yeah. So I came recently. I mean, I. But think, you lost that book because it fell out of my fake pocket. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, jokes aside, I really or adjacent. I really, um, adjacent. I really adjacent. am fascinated by the horse. Culture. culture. Mm-hmm. I knew you were going to go there. Yeah, the whole. Yeah. Well, for one thing, horticulture. Let's let's be real. The horses are just taking a dump everywhere, and it doesn't seem to bother anybody. In some ways. Meanwhile, I respect what Tuck does, but I think as far as what he does for a living, it's a load of horse shit. <laughs> Meanwhile, and I'm talking a horse dump is enormous, and what's the horseman. Yeah, it is. E horse. Yeah. E e horsemus. E yeah yeah yeah. E horsemus. Yeah. E horsemus. Yeah. When a dog takes a dump, you've got people putting bags on their hands and just cleaning it up. Yeah, you gotta right? get a shovel or right. Pick. Do you see some of those guys were picking they up were horse shit with? We were really just no, standing in horse with shit with pitchforks. Yeah. Yeah, we With were just standing grade pitch I think that they become immune to it. Is that correct? Did they become immune to it? I think the biggest thing for me, the biggest thing for me is that it's such a specific way to spend your time. But people love it, and I, I never understand why they love it. And maybe it's my brain damage that makes it difficult for me to relate to animals. But I saw you. Meet Quizzo, which yeah. is Cameron's horse. Yeah. And I saw you kind of like fall in love. I mean, you really were fascinated. I do by the like horses a lot better than I did two hours ago. I think they're they're very cool animals. I, I've been I've been a little Kate bit. Kate loves horses. I didn't say anything because you're not supposed to, but Kate's horse that she grew up uh with Beckett, mm-hmm. uh, he's gonna die this year. Oh no. And he's an old horse. He was my yeah. favorite. When you looked, here's why people like horse. When you look in the horse's eye, that's why we don't eat them. When you look in the horse's eye, you can tell it's intelligence. Mm-hmm. You know, it's smart. And uh, when I would interact with Beckett, Kate's horse, um, I mean, you could you can see the intelligence of the animal sort of saying... I know who you are. I know what's going on. I know that your pockets don't hold things. You could see the horse thinking But, you know, and the weird thing about horses is they're smart, but they're not, I mean, besides Mr. Ed, they're not so smart, but but humans interact with them really well. And I think that they appreciate, you know, they they like to have the shelter and the food and everything that they get from being, you know, dependent, not, but they're codependent. But I would never... I didn't, you know, I thought for a while when it seemed like I was going to be very, very wealthy, I thought that uh, Tuck and I would have a few horses and he would have a horse that he rides and uh, Kate would have a horse or two with him and, and that type of thing. Um, so I I thought that I might have been, you know, dipping a toe in this world. But it's it was so fun to see him, but it it's a nail biter. But I mean, could you imagine going to fifty or sixty of these things a year? I mean, it is—it's pretty it'd be, boring. It'd be it's exhausting. like golf. It'd be exhausting. It's like you golf. know, his horse's name was Cash, which confused me at first. Tuck's Tuck's horse. Well, what I thought was strange was when TJ's he first saw friend. you, he just hopped on and started riding around. <laughs> but people kept mentioning the and horse. And you wouldn't Cash. stop whinnying. <laughs> is that a verb? Um, I, you know, I think what is bizarre is that it is something that only rich people do, but they're all just trotting through manure and drinking <laughs> cheap white wine and riding around in golf carts. And I just can't stop laughing about that. Yeah. And it's all spoiled little girls. There's no boys. Did you see any boys? The only riders are usually either trainers or sort of dads that decided to get into it. 
Um, but I think the other thing is it's it really is an uh, you know Ruckus is a athlete. I mean he's yeah. really yeah he's he rides shape. every day for yeah. I don't know six to ten hours a day. Really? Yeah, and yeah. and that's why he eats whatever he wants. He eats cheese whiz sandwiches with onions on them. I mean he's he just eats tra- he'll eat an entire pizza at the end of the day whole yeah large pizza yeah. But it's, now you're it's, kind of remembering him from college, though. So we, are we sure he's still doing all this? Yes. Yeah. I okay. spoke to him a couple days ago. And he okay. Exact thing. And he was still okay. He's just wolfing it down. But he is one of those guys who, you know, I I think he was never hurt, but he was on the cover of Practical Horseman. He's known as one of the great riders. Uh, I think he he had his sights set on the Olympics being an Olympian for Canada. And this is one of those strange, uh, uh, sports. Would you call it a sport? Yeah. This is one of those strange sports where it has to do with him and his skill and acumen, but also he needs a prize winning horse. And those horses cost between 1 million and seven million dollars. Wow! And that's, so that's if like he more can't than making this weekend. Well, let's wait till. Let's wait till the end of the second show. So. <laughs> but it's you know you're looking at a sport where he needs to find someone who's got three million dollars of spare change to sort of put into, and so he had a horse, Roger Rabbit. The horse got hurt, and when that horse got hurt, I remember he sort of, you could feel him being like, well, you know, this is my shot. This, mm-hmm. this is my horse. And so now he trains. It's kind of, you know, the those who, no, that's, that's wrong, those who can't uh, teach. Um, but no, it's, you know, so he he's a... Um, he rides and what did the girl say? She said he's a, uh, um, it's not a teacher. It's a, and he trains, he's a trainer. Right. And so, you know, he trains and then what he's doing now, he's so famous in the horse community is that he's judging. And so he goes and he judges competitions like this. I mean, if you're judging these things, I mean, you, you do, baseball stuff so you see how those parents try and ingratiate themselves to you imagine if people are coming to you going you know if you'd like i have i have a buddy can hook you up with alexis if you want right right you know i'll 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 cover the first year at least but yeah my daughter i'm really gunning for my daughter to win this year it's there's that really type of whatever yeah. throwing around uh, that's thrown well, around. It was an interesting experience. I had never seen anything like it. So it was yeah. a fun way to spend the, the the Saturday. I wasn't expecting this today. And uh, again, it's always unexpected. And you almost didn't come. Well, I'm glad I did. And I do want to get back to before we land this mothership, we got to talk about the poster. Um, so... The idea is to put the poster up tonight. Do you have it framed already? Yeah, the girls, the girls that did it uh, for me at Busy Bee Printing, BB Printing, here in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, um, are. Uh, uh, and how are you going to make sure no one sees it when you put it up? We just lock the well, green do- room door. And yes, just, yeah. but so here's the one thing. I didn't, we didn't have time, and I'm wondering what you think about, um, uh, you know, I'm wondering what you think about this. Should we stop at a hardware store on the way home? There might be something at the condo, because I saw some things. There, there's not, there's an, there's no iron in the condo. That's true. Good point. There's no iron. There's a... Uh, there's no beds. Uh, We've been sleeping on the kitchen counter. It's just a door. Yeah. There's an ironing board. About those there's stools. an ironing board. What do you think about those stools that you sit so on? So at and- the condo, there's a there's a sort of a countertop, which is about neck high. It's a very high countertop. 
very and they managed high. to find two stools. Almost, almost too high. <laughs> they managed to find they managed to find two stools that are probably knee high. So you can't you really can't eat there at all. Um, but you're gonna put it up tonight and you think it'll take them within two days to notice. I think it's gonna take them at least a month. Well, where we're putting it also is different. It's in a, it's in a corner right. and it's high up. I, th- I don't think so they're going to great. It really is a great uh, position for but it But I to think be it'll in. take even longer for them to really understand what the joke is. Really? Yeah, I think that the joke that really we're bragging about selling out a Thursday night show at Zany's, right? It says Thursday on the poster. Yeah. Now, I think you need to... When we release this episode, release the picture of the poster, oh, because hopefully, if by then they haven't, if they've, they've already noticed, but the the joke is that on Thursday TJ sold out Zanies, and it's the it's like a concert club. poster. Um, I think it's hilarious, and I do think you should consider doing it everywhere. Really? Yeah. Do you mind if we stop at a Home Depot really quickly? No, I mean, I whatever you need to do. I could stay with the um, okay. the equipment here. Yeah, I think we got to do this. Um, Song, do you think there's a way that we could stop here? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, we're gonna try and let me know when you're ready. Home Depot has really been my comrade in arms. Two five three five Powell P O W E L L Avenue. And it's on the way, so it's gonna it'll take us, yeah, just a bit here. Um you know, I, I think that we need to you know, I, I think what's very funny about it is that it's kind of a joke on the club for having those all up. It's a joke on, um, but I think a big part of what I think is so funny about it is it's also kind of a, I'm championing all the people that have to go in there and think, you know, I hate looking at all these success because right. it's sort of a joke of right. like, and the, the, the hinges on the Thursday. If I said, the whole weekend was sold out, then that's not really that funny. It kind of seems like you actually are bragging if you do it that way. The question was, should the poster say just Thursday or only Thursday? Right. We talked about that a lot. Which we chose against. And we, first of all, just Thursday isn't true. But we, we thought about it and we think, you know, we call it, it's gilding the lily. Right. Which is, it's just going a little too it's far. Too, too it's, obvious. It's, what, it's what's funny about the this audience poster. that it's funny. When you really just, if it's funny, then the audience will notice. Look, there's a percentage of people that are going to see the poster, not read it closely enough to know that it's a joke. And that's okay. That's what I'm hoping. And the only thing I wanted, all the posters were made from this place called Hatch Printing. So they're actually on like parchment paper or something. Yeah. So, but I called those people and they said, our turnaround is 18 months. And and I kind of said, look... You know what? What's it going to take to get this done? And they just—they didn't—they didn't want to hear that at all. They were kind of <laughs> like, "Are you the Almond Brothers?" Because we wouldn't even do this for them. Yeah, there's an Almond Brothers poster in the Greek. It's Greek ridiculous. Also. But how the Almond Brothers I, sold out? But I think sold what, out Nashville. What the? They, when they sold out metaphorically. Also, they yeah. sold their soul to commercialism. Um, I wish I hadn't said that because it wasn't funny. You just said it. It's a cooking show. Um, I I think that uh, you see what I did there. The joke there. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. The uh, carpenters. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Cooking show people. Hammer, take a break. Hammer salesman. Give me a call. I need to buy a hammer. <laughs> um, I think that in the that in some ways, um, the fact that it is from another printing company that isn't like yeah. is is also part of the joke. And then the frame looks similar, but it's really ugly. How much is this all going to run you, this joke? You commit to your jokes. Yeah, We're already about, in for 350 $2,350. We're already in for 350 for the firecrackers. What are we in for this one? I would say most of the money I make this weekend will go to this joke. 
How much is it going to be all in? Uh, I don't know, 20, 25 grand, 30, $32,000. Hey, it's worth it. No, I think uh, it's actually, it's free. Because I'm, I got them tickets to the show. So I think that's Got worth it. it. Got it. And it's fun for them to see the show, and yeah. then they'll go yeah. to the green room, and they yeah. can see what the joke is. Can we talk? Um, can we talk two-handed handshake? Can we just well, delve in there for it. a second? Um, been getting some two-handed handshakes this week. That's where you, you shake the hand. The second hand comes in on top of the first hand. To me, that's sincere. I don't have a problem with it. You like but that? But we we talked about this when the hand goes up the elbow. It's too much. It's too much. You shouldn't be touching the arm. Yeah. It goes, when the hand goes up, slides up the elbow, I feel like it's over. It's too much. Yeah. And so I think we need to get that under control. I also don't want to hug people I've just met. Really? Can we throw that into the mix? Yeah. I don't, it's a tiny opinion. Don't, I think we're, getting too comfortable with the hugs you know i think so. i don't you know i'm trying maybe i'll do this joke tonight but i'm trying to do a joke about how i think we should some women, be on a first name basis for a hug some women will say um some women will say uh i'm a hugger get yeah. in here they don't want to shake yeah I'm not, uh-uh, I'm it a doesn't hugger. make me a hugger men can't do that yeah that's true that it doesn't, doesn't make me want a hug How about the hug where both parties are so uncomfortable for anything that will be misconstrued that both parties are almost reaching over so that no body parts are actually touching, but you make this gesture of hugging? You see that? That, That's sort of the praying mantis Yeah, the praying mantis of hugs. Yeah, sure. Where you eat your husband. The the mantis hug where you actually reach over. You don't want any part of your chest or bodies. Yeah. Touching that we don't we don't need that either. I just think that I think it should be a real compliment if you liked each other enough to hug at the end of a evening of conversations with someone, but it, it shouldn't happen too quick. So that, my friends, is the two-handed handshake diatribe. <laughs> okay. And now <laughs> we're doing all this in a taxi cab. Is what we call it <laughs> on the streets. These shows are becoming very. Did casual. you get? Did you get my um, my video of uh, me dancing? No, you didn't. Did you get the video of uh, I was in a car in Birmingham? Oh yes, yeah, singing, taking you to the streets. That was awesome. Taking it to the streets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. TJ was driving way, with somebody. For the first time, I found out uh, your rendition <laughs> of that is not accurate. <laughs> Yeah, no, he was in a car in with any way, a, shape or a driver, form. and he videoed it. In fact, you know what? Can I put that on face, Facebook, too? Yeah, of course. Okay. I just wanted to ask permission. That was really he, funny. Because TJ was talking to the driver, and he was like, you know, I have a buddy. Who's, this is one of his favorite songs. And then you started singing along. I, I can't believe I'm the one to re- reveal this you don't to the. Know uh, me, but I'm your brother. I don't even think that's in the song. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Telling me the things you wanna It's not in the song. But I know, like what I think I say. Take it to the tweets. Get it to the tweets. Take it to the tweets. It, you don't know me. The actual song brother. couldn't sound less like what you're. Well, look, this all started when we talked about how there was a time where Michael McDonald was in every song in the 80s. He would just be like, Michael McDonald's in that song too? He would just. <laughs> he would do cameos on every song. I don't know if that's really? called a cameo in music. Is that. Uh, he would do a. Uh, what is that called? It's um, we do a couple stanzas, maybe something would like that. Feature? Yeah, they would feature him. Right, a guest spot. I don't know what it is. What do you think so, about the comedians in Nashville this weekend? Because we've had quite a few. We had a guy. Thomas, I've enjoyed. I've enjoyed the people that we've had on the uh, shows. Zach and uh, Fiona. Yeah. And let then me, let me, tonight. Let me, yeah. Go ahead. I want to before we get to Home Depot. One more quick question. You ready? 
Has anyone yes. ever got stung by a bee and not told anybody? That's as, a real as be a they, real as they were being stung? No, just afterwards, sometime that day or the next day. Can you get stung by a bee and not mention it to someone? It's no worthy enough uh, to get to mention it. Am I am I right? Uh oh, you're saying if you've been stung by a bee, invariably it, you're going to tell you, somebody. Would you never mention it? Right. What well, kind of person? How about this? Let me ask this. Uh, did Who'd you know that I was thing? stung by a wasp twice? You never told me that. Same in wasp. last month or two? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was my own fault for living with him. I, we were roommates, <laughs> college roommates. No, I got stung by a wasp did you, did that I, I decided not to kill. But you I saw, tell, this, you told I saw Katie, this bug. Right? I saw this bug, and I go, that looks like a wasp, but I don't know if it is, and I'm not going to kill it because Kate... And so then I, it's in the bathroom and I got up and I went to wash my hands and the wasp stung me in the foot. So I spared its she life showed mercy and on it the stung wasp, me. And it came back and bit you. So then I went, I, yeah, I had to kill it. What did we and learn? And then a second wasp, like no. a couple of days later, stung me also. That wasp, it was just attempting a two-handed handshake. He was touching elbows <laughs> and butching elbows. <laughs> did you... Uh, uh, did you, know, you tell so, anyone? Um, well, I, I, haven't, I didn't tell you. I know, but I mean, I haven't, you know, I you're haven't seen saying, it in a while. You, you're saying did you tell Kate? Anyone, you probably told somebody. Does anyone not tell anybody? Right. That I, is the I, mark you know of a who true, I think like, would? Yeah. A beekeeper. Uh, okay. Well, it probably happens so a often. A beekeeper. It becomes not very noteworthy. So Nobody wants to have a friend who's a beekeeper that's always saying, so guess what happened to me today? I got stung which by a bee. Which reminds me to ask you. It's like, this well, is, then quit keeping bees, Which reminds baby. me. This reminds me of our next uh, triple banger lightning round question. Question, question one. Question three, one. Two, one. Bees? Ow! I'm not killing anybody. <laughs> 